This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup, just like a front three of Reese Keane and Frockyar, right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A much-deserved midweek win at the New York Stadium as Preston North End clinch back-to-back wins and make it seven unbeaten. Start spreading the news. All systems now go for Gentry Day at the Riverside. Well, what a cracking midweek away that was. How was your fish bar, more importantly, though? Oh, fish bar. <laughs> Slight, slightly disappointing, actually, I have to You're say. Joking. I know it's. Um, it looked a bit in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it was. Um, it was en route to the ground from the motorway. It was actually the perfect location. It was a good find. It was in the middle of a well housing estate. Essentially, it was. Um, it was out of the way, but yeah, one of my mates who um, who joined us on the trip, he drove actually. Harry, he used to work at a chip shop, and you could see him just getting ever so slightly. More anxious and more anxious as the time went on, and as it happened, he he overdid the fish. Uh, the gentleman behind the counter, slightly yeah. disappointing. But look, it wasn't a disaster by any means. I got the uh, fish chips curry sauce, and then added a bonus jumbo sausage in there. So look, it wasn't it wasn't utterly atrocious, but um, it wasn't great. Contrary to a oh oh absolutely, we went to watch. Um, we went to watch Carlisle United because obviously Jack Armour plays for Carlisle. We went to watch them at Grimsby earlier on this season. And the fish bar at Grimsby was exceptional. One of the great fish bars I've ever experienced. Genuinely, just a stone's throw away from the ground. Perfect find. One of the great fills. Fantastic. I don't think we'll play Grimsby anytime soon, but I'll uh, earmark it. Just in case, Indeed. you never know. Indeed, yeah. Um, it would be a good EFL Cup draw, really. Grimsby away, uh, obviously night game, and then you can incorporate your fish into it as you please. So, yeah. Do you always you get go. it before the game? I thought you said you were getting it after it. Yeah, well, um, it depends, really. It really does depend. If we have time to go before the game and everyone's hungry, then you go. Uh, if they're not particularly hungry, then you wait till after. But um find it absolutely imperative that you have um, that you incorporate your fish into these uh, midweek away trips did day one of Cheltenham make or break you or neither just somewhere in between 
Neither really. It was a brilliant day's racing, that's for sure. Some lovely stories there. Honey Suckle, obviously. Uh, the <laughs> queen of all mares going out uh, with a bang running the mares hurdle and Constitution Hill. Sheesh. That was um, crikey. That was about as high performance I've ever seen from a racehorse. It was sparkling. But yeah, brilliant Constitution Hill. So yeah, uh, really good day's racing. Uh, a decent one, really, for the punters. Um, quite a few favourites went in, so kudos to all involved. And then, obviously, the cherry was was placed on top in New York in the evening. Absolutely. I arrived with confidence, did you? Um, just thought it was that kind of night where, we don't know, Rotherham can be tough, can't it? can be a tough place to go. You know what you're going to get from a Rotherham team in their own backyard. But I just thought recent performances have been better. North End have looked a team. And they were a team on the night, weren't they? This was a this was a performance to really be proud of. Absolutely. Um, I would have taken a point on arrival. Um, I don't recall being overconfident or indeed particularly confident. I just I just thought I don't know what I thought. So I never really contemplated losing. Um, I took heed from the reverse game actually at Deepdale. Um, I know it was a long time ago, and obviously a lot can happen between now and then. But um, North End were at the most fluent under low, really, um, at home to Rotherham. Now, I know we drew nil-nil, but the amount of chances we created that night was um, was incredible uh, without scoring. Um, and it was it was more or less similar yesterday. Obviously, uh, it was a more open game than we're used to. Um, and that 20-minute like segment just after the break was... It was this brand that Lowe's been talking about. North End was brilliant in that 20-minute spell. Chance after chance. So we didn't convert any, but we had the chances too. And yeah, this was a really, really good North End performance. It just controlled the whole game, essentially. I know we were under siege in the last 20 minutes, but they never really made a chance. So yeah, it was um, it was a proper midweek away win. And it takes us seven unbeaten. <laughs> and the only way is up, baby. <laughs> Yeah, they never really had a big chance, did they? The goal kind of came out of nothing. Low said after the game, they sent one extra man into the box or something and North End should have recognised that and adjusted. But they didn't and they got level. And at that point, you, you, you don't really know what's to come. But what a time to score again. Just absolutely came out of nothing really, didn't it? But it reminded me when Evans was ballooning them shots into the stand at Watford and you thought, what the hell's he doing? Well, maybe that's what he was trying to do. Because he's uh that's a lovely finish, isn't it? Yeah, it's a re- it's a it's a piece <laughs> of genuine quality. Just now, describe the ball as it moved through the air for us. Well, at, at the New York Stadium, it's um it's quite a tough place to watch, especially for those with glasses. I don't know uh, <laughs> if anybody listening to this had the same issues as I did. Please um uh, please let me know if you did. But there was. A, it's like a ridiculously bright ground and the glare off the lights onto your glasses is never ideal. So I perhaps didn't see the goal in full HD uh, that most people without glasses maybe did. But obviously, um, we saw Evans get the ball, we saw the swivel and we saw him just shovel it home. Um, Maybe that's a little bit of a disservice, but it it was like a a high-class shovel from Evans just to clip it into the corner it was um yeah he's not well he's like no, there's a lot of care sort of, in it yeah it was um it was it was caressed that that's <laughs> the word for caressed yeah. um yeah it's it's a piece of genuine quality and as you alluded to it is my favorite time to score just before the break 
really is a brilliant time to score because obviously, cliche as it sounds, it changes everybody's half-time team talk. Um, and North End would have taken heed from the first half because uh, other than yeah, the goal, which is a sloppy goal to concede, and we can uh, and we can sort of nitpick at that all day about how how you know it was a um, a chance in the six-yard box, a free header. It's a poor goal to concede, but you know we got the job done and a great time to score. Um, on a great evening for Preston. First goal was nice, very different from Evans's, but we'd been sort of threatening to create something without doing. Potts had picked up yeah. space, hadn't he? And the crosses were just a little bit hopeful. Wasn't really any conviction Correct. in it. And then finally, Brown knows what he's doing. And a goal made in Ireland. Brown, Brady, Cannon, 1-0. Yeah, we saw um, we saw the limitations of Brad Potts, really, last night. Um, he, had, he had a decent enough game, but you just mm. need that sort of quality, don't you? Um, he was in the right areas. He was marauding up and down the flanks. Brilliant. Um, nobody's ever questioned that about Potts. It's just that last little bit of cutting edge with the ball in the box. It never came. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Alan Brown was brilliant. He must have been experiencing a, a baby boom uh, last <laughs> night. He was um, he, he was exceptional, especially in the first half. The midfield was was really good. Whiteman, Brown and Johnson. They probably are our uh, premier players. Yeah, um, dominant it last night. night. Yeah. Um, Whiteman thought it was the pick of them, actually. I thought he was he was outstanding. But yeah, um, Alan Brown was great. And the ball into the box, it's a love. It's a lovely ball, right to the back post. Not a down from Brady. Cannon, it would have taken something to miss it, uh, and he didn't. And it's great to see him scoring goals now. Uh, and he was excellent again last night, Tom Cannon. We're starting to see just how much of a asset Everton have on their hands and and like I alluded to just a couple of days ago on the previous podcast if we can get him back for next season he's just going to keep getting better and better yeah we've got to try and get him haven't we quite simple I think Archer got seven goals Cannon's got three with nine games to go so he could feasibly match that and and yet Archer felt something from a different kind of planet altogether whereas Cannon maybe harshly feels like he should he belongs here right now. Like this is his level. So I think it'd be really good if Everton could give us him back, stay up themselves and give us him back, because I think he'd be a cracking player to have for a full season. Spot on. That partnership with Evans is starting to blossom. Um yeah. and of course he's gonna help having that experience and just a bit of a, a target man up top with him. Uh, he can run in behind. Uh, but his link up play last night was really good with Ched. <laughs> Let's talk about the flavour of the month, Bambo Diaby. Absolute brick wall Bambo. Wow. Um, he's an absolute joke, isn't he? In a good way. He used mm. to be a little bit of a joke in a in a bad way, but now he's gone full circle. Outstanding performance yet again. We know Jordan Hugel's not quite the player that he was when he was with us, but you know he's not the worst striker in the world. And, and Bambo, just, he barely got out of second gear. Sparkling performance from Bambo. Um, of course, he made that. He made a hash of his of his header, uh, which led to the corner uh, and um, and the, a goal. But other than that, that's the only sort of nitpicking you could do with Bambo last night. Uh, and of course, he really could have scored, and that would have gone absolutely off had Bambo scored. <laughs> uh, he he's done well to 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 blast it over the bar from so uh, close out, but um, it was a it was a dazzling performance from Bambo Diaby. So. Um, kudos to him uh, and hopefully he can continue uh, to put in these stellar five star displays because he will become a cult hero here everyone's on side with him great to see him have um, an army of, of of supporters there that I imagine the 
community trust took with them last night, which is good to see. He jumps in the crowd after the game, chucks his shirt into the crowd to those people, which is just brilliant. You know, it's, um, he's doing um, great work on and off the field. He's Bambo Diaby. So, yeah, he's got that cult status at the moment. Hopefully he can uh, continue it. I tell you what, if he has a if he has a good performance against Blackpool, contrary to obviously when it went a little bit tits at Bloomfield Road uh, when he came on the field, um, be, uh, that would be a real feel good story, wouldn't it? Oh, I imagine if he scores, what's he going to do? It'd just be shirts oh. off, wouldn't it? Oh my word, it'd go it'd absolutely go off, wouldn't it? Oh, I dread to think there could be deaths. <laughs> the rows of Bambo, Bambo, weren't there after a game after he'd been in the been in the stand. Yeah, it was a lovely moment, wasn't it? Because obviously he came over um, and the rest of the squad had clapped, applauded and, and got back into the dressing room. But uh, but um, Diaby was able to be drenched in this <laughs> sea of love for Diaby. So, yeah, yeah, it was a nice moment for Bambo. Superb. You mentioned the second half siege. It was absolutely relentless, weren't it? Like a North End juggernaut just ready to score a third. And if Evans finishes that move off, it's one of the best goals of the season, isn't it? Yeah, there was there would have been a, a melee completely out of hand if that went in. Yeah, and and the other thing to note about about Rov Rum's ground uh, is the fact that it's a little bit s- steep in that away end. So you know, if you take if you take a wrong turn, you could easily end up flat on your back, multiple rows down. So uh, in hindsight, it's a good job that Evans didn't convert that. Uh, it was a little bit like. Huddersfield in the cup away um, in the first half, that 20-minute spell, when North End were just relentless. Like It was yeah. like watching Brazil at times. Might be going overboard here, but... Um, it, fe- no, it, was, it felt like we were just absolutely ready to kill the game. just felt like untouchable, unbeatable, yeah. unstoppable. But yeah, yeah, that was good. It was just a really good performance last night to build on, obviously, uh, a slightly more attritional win um, at the weekend. So yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really happy with where we are at the moment. And the uh, playing area at Rotherham isn't too far from the stand, is it? It's it's not, no. What on earth do you mean by that? <laughs> you must have been eyeing it up. God, come away. That will not be happening again. <laughs> what was it like in there, though? About 700 made the trip. Well, I don't like talking negatively, but um, I thought the actual uh, away attendance was Poor. I don't like uh, saying that, you know, I don't really like this angle, but I thought I'd mention it because uh, obviously it's, it's not done yet the season. Um, it's an away game that you could make after work. If you if you sort of finish at five o'clock, you could make Rotherham away at midweek. So I was slightly, slightly disappointed. The away end was just um, in unison, really, just how good a performance it was. Um, I suppose it could have made no, more noise. I've been in more vocal away ends, but uh, it was by no means the worst. And obviously everybody's pulling in the same direction at the moment, which is good. It's just a shame that a couple more hundred supporters couldn't make the trip, but such is life. But obviously the caveat to that is that um, it's a, uh, an incredibly expensive time. We've got Middlesbrough um, Gentry Day at the weekend, which I imagine... Uh, you tickets would prioritise. If... No, no, no. The Middlesbrough tickets are more than thirty quid, and obviously um, it's Gentry Day as well. So uh, if you had to pick one, you'd go to Borough. Yeah, Rotherham's hardly the most glamorous place in the world either, is it? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. You summed it up nicely a week or so ago, didn't you? Let's just have some good days out, score some goals, win some games. They seem like they're a bit free at the minute, just enjoying themselves. And as low says. Yeah. 
going about the business. Yeah, the shackles of of um, have been lifted, really, haven't they? In the fact that we can't go down. Uh, you know, we've won games deep down, so that sort of hoodoo's been lifted a shade. So we just started to play some nice stuff, but not worrying about anything around us. You know, you've got our best players on the park, which is going to help in Johnson, Brown and Whiteman. They've come back in. And obviously we've um, uncovered the gem that is Bambo. Woodman uh, has been much better of late after a, a tricky spell for him. You know, you don't want to go overboard, but it wasn't ideal. And obviously uh, the top two are scoring goals at the top of the pitch. So everything's rosy at the moment. Really has come full circle. Five points off sixth, which is Blackburn who play tonight. You expect them to beat Reading, to be fair. And I think West Brom and Norwich have got nice games on paper, but you just never know. But the best thing about this, you know, I'm not expecting us to get top six. Don't think you are. Don't think anyone else no. is. But it's just nice not to have the season completely dead, isn't it? Just have a little Absolutely, bit of yeah. something there to potentially cling on to for dear life. But yeah, there's nothing worse than results feeling like they mean nothing. I don't think we're, yeah, we're, def- we're definitely not at that point, are we? No, we're not. You know, if we if we get, if we get a decent result at Middlesbrough, we're bang it, mix. <laughs> we really are. You'd be thinking, it's on here. It's on. Um, yeah. Well, there's games tonight in the Championship, isn't there? But literally, Jesus, as we know, literally anybody can beat anybody. I mean, who would have foreseen Blackpool hitting Queen's Park Rangers for six? Obviously, Queen's Park Rangers are the pits at the moment, but to, but to be... That'll have heard Gareth that, won't it? One. Yeah, it will have. Pathetic. You know, they're a, they're a club in absolute free fall at the moment, considering that they, they led the league for quite a bit this season, didn't they? Mental. Um, <laughs> yeah, they did. So... An utterly insane uh, league, and I'd be stunned if we got in the playoffs, but I would not be stunned at the same time. Mm. Gentry Day, you wearing a suit? Uh, no. Wearing a hat? Unlikely. It's my it's my birthday, actually, on Saturday. Is it? Wow. So, um, we're, so we're recording this at nearly ten past two on the Wednesday, so... I go to York tomorrow and Friday uh, for Cheltenham and a few drinks. Yeah, yeah, I love York. Brilliant place. Just explain that. You go, what, you're going to watch it in pubs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, watch it in bars and then obviously a couple of nice meals, a couple of nights out. And then um, it's obviously on en route to Middlesbrough. So there has been some method in my madness here. En route to Middlesbrough, uh, the lads obviously who who I got North End with coming in a minibus to York, having a few drinks around York in the morning, and then heading to Middlesbrough, and then I will join the minibus. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Sounds like you're Should a cracking good. rest of the week. Indeed. And 24. Wow, look at your girl. I know it's getting absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? Quiz Quite time. About that, really. Yeah, come on, hit me. I'm not as confident as recent weeks. It's been a hectic day today, so I've not done as much research as I'd have liked so I think you might have caught me out here but come on hit me let's do it well yeah I I don't really remember this much but well I know you bother you then you could but you used to travel as a young lad to away games so I think this is one you've I expect you may have remembered this because I think you will have been there might be wrong Okay. Quite tough to find a positive result against Middlesbrough because the win in 2019 you know when Stockley and Gallagher scored that was the first win over Middlesbrough in the league anyway since 1987 so they've been an absolute bloody bogey team for us and a lot of the draws were nil-nil so it was it was a job this anyway Middlesbrough away January the 22nd 2011 we went down didn't we that season yeah yeah. we drew with them due to a late leveller 
from Billy Jones. That is just epic. Superb. I um I wasn't there incidentally, which which is quite poor of of me and also uh, <laughs> my dad and you brother, I suppose. It. We really ought to have been there. But the uh, away end was the old away end, if you recall the old Middlesbrough away end, when it was behind the goal. Right. But now you now you're in like the side stand near the corner flag, aren't you? Yeah, it's rubbish. But um yeah, behind the goal. Uh, was it one one or two two? You tell me, pal. Well, I reckon it was two two, but one, I one. don't recall it. Brilliant. But um <laughs> yeah. Um I know Jones scored for us. Um uh, it was a ball to the back post and he he uh, he clobbered it in from close range, went in the top bin. Have you watched the goal back? I haven't. I don't really remember. I remember his one at Forest. Was that 2-2? Two, two? That might have been 2-2. Oh, two, yeah. Two. yeah. Yeah, that was 2-2. Two, two. Um, again, the ball went over to the back post and Lee Camp completely messed up his catch and it... Um, and, and Jones was got, just hanging in there, weren't he? Yeah. And Barry Nicholson scored the opener in that game. Uh, and then um, they equalised and then they scored in like the 90-odd minute and we scored in the 98th. Brilliant. Yeah, I don't really remember this Borough game, so I'll go and have a look at the... Uh, if it's on YouTube, yeah, we'll have a look. We played in all white, I think. Yeah, well done. You've impressed me there. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a cracking birthday. Thank you for that. I I will do, and we'll uh, reconvene on Monday with uh, yet another three points and fully fledged on that playoff charge. Yeah, Cameron Archer pocketed three points on oh, January Day. Oh, yeah. Never in doubt. Yeah. And on that note, we'll uh, we'll you know. Well, actually, Alex Neal's helped us stop the Riverside rot, hasn't he? Because they were on flames there. And obviously, Neal's gone there yesterday with his stoke. And, and oh, um, Alex. from what I can gather, played them off the park and um, and ought to take all three points. But they uh, managed to get a point out of there. So it can be done. Yeah, absolutely. See you later. Goodbye. It's the 90th minute and P&E are on the TV. You're watching with all your mates and the McNugget share boxes are open for all. Your pal's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Result. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com on the McDonald's app. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.